I'm Gregory Correa, and welcome to a new edition of Harmonics. Today, you don't see a guest with me, because today is actually going to be a tribute to one of the great guitarists of the 20th century. His name is Jason Becker. Jason Becker was one of the greatest shred metal artists in the world before he was stricken with Lou Gehrig's disease. I had the opportunity to go to a concert to actually see the love that was actually there at the concert. The concert was January 23rd, 2013, and it was titled, Jason Becker, Not Dead Yet. So let's talk about who Jason Becker is and what he means to me personally. Jason Becker, the first time I ever heard of Jason Becker is when a friend of mine came up and said, hey man, there's this young, young, bad-ass guitarist that lives in Richmond. You gotta hear him. He's about 16 years old. I go, well, who, he is? who is he? He goes, he's Jason Becker. I go, well, what makes him so much so unique? He goes, he plays classical stuff in a shredded style. The first album I ever bought of Jason was called Perpetual Burn. It was in 19... 80, I think around 1988. I still have the cassette and I really keep it really as a momentum to this young man. Being a huge fan of Shred, but basically just being a huge fan of guitar players, I could not believe what I was hearing on Perpetual Burn. This man, or this young lad, was just totally amazing. Never heard anything like it in my life, ever. So I started watching him from a distance, but never actually got to see him play at this particular time because in all actuality, he was getting ready to tour Japan with his band. After a couple years, I really kind of didn't really know what he was doing, but I was a huge fan of Van Halen. And as you know, the Van Halen brothers with David Lee Roth broke up and David became a solo artist. And he was already a successful solo artist when all of a sudden he released an album called A Little Ain't Enough. Being that I wanted to listen to that and I wanted to be involved in what David was doing, I bought the CD. Lo and behold, when I put it on, I could not believe what I was actually hearing. The guitarist, I could not believe what it was from the opening number of A Little Ain't Enough to Showtime to Drop in the Bucket to 40 Below Hammer Shark. I was going, who is this guitarist? It was none other than Jason Becker, a guy that I looked at, and now he was around 20 years old. But what's so unique about this album is I was reunited not with just one of the vocalists that I really admired from the 70s and 80s and even to the present time, 
but it was the catharsis that was actually making me come and be involved even more. I've listened to this album hundreds of times. It is probably one of my favorite albums, but it has Jason Becker on it. So, I never had an opportunity to meet Jason or see Jason. I had a good friend email me and said, hey, guess what? There's gonna be a show for Jason Becker. I know you missed the first one because you had an engagement. Try not to miss this one. It was taking place, like I said, January 23rd of this year, and it was at Slim's. It was called the Jason Becker Not Dead Yet 2. Well, I got there a little early because I was kind of anxious. I was hoping that I'd meet some people that I knew, and I did, and we'll talk about that later. When I got in, I noticed that there was a few people milling around the stage, but what I noticed the most, to the stage left, there was Jason Becker himself. Now you gotta realize that Jason Becker is stricken with Lou Gehrig's disease, one of the greatest guitar players in the world at an age of 20 became stricken with a Lou Gehrig's disease. He can't talk, he can't raise his hands. His father created an area so that he could actually communicate with his eyes. So I went over, I was in awe. Of, he was just sitting in his wheelchair, leaning back. There was this beautiful lady next to him, which I didn't know at that time was his mother, Patricia. So I looked over at her and I just said hello to Jason. He didn't nod or anything like this. So I looked over at her and I go, do you know Jason? And she goes, yes I do, he's my son. And I said, my name is Gregory Correa. I'm television host of Harmonix. I've been following your son for over 24 years. I would just like to talk to him. Is it okay that I say a few words to this man who is 41? And I looked over and I got in front of him and I said, Jason, you are a musical genius at the highest level. Your playing is absolutely breathtaking. And he communicated to his mother, thank you. And he liked it. And I liked saying it because it meant so much for me. Here I am standing in front of a musical genius of the 20th century and now into the 21st century and a man that can't play but he does record with his eyes and telling how people, how he does, still does music. He still composes. He could do it with his eyes. His father made this beautiful way of design so that you could see how it's done. I felt exhilarated to actually sit or stand in front of a musical personality that has been tragically struck down. I said to myself, if I was a mystic, or had superpowers, I'd want to do it right now to make them healthy. But what I found out was this. Jason Becker lives on. He lives on and he is surrounded with so much love. It's absolutely amazing. His family support group, his musicians. So let's talk about what actually happened that night. When you're in front of a, a, a musician who is a genius, 
you're in awe. But the musical lineup who came to see, see Jason, but to play for him was absolutely outstanding. In the crowd, I got to meet some other musicians before the show came, and you're hanging out, and you're just, you know, you're talking, and you're meeting people. Got to see Terry Lauderdale, Hot for the Teacher, Ozzy Osbourne, Tribute Band, one of the great guitar players of our time, who has played in our studio. And he's in total awe and giving respects to Jason. Chris Guru, who is actually the guy that actually does guitars for stars, also was there. Another man that just absolutely respects Jason. And we were hanging out. It was like old times. People were so friendly. The first act that came on was Gretchen Min. And of course, her beautiful, the most beautiful bass player in the world, in my opinion, Angeli Saris. To see them on stage, they were the first act, was absolutely incredible. I can't recall the gentleman on drum's name, but to have that beauty, them first two people coming up on stage with their great drummer, it was spectacular. They had a little difficulty, but I could not believe it. So I wanted to weave and get up into the front and I did get up in the front. And you know what? It's the first concert in a long time that I could actually say, when I was saying, excuse me, people were going, go ahead, brother. Come on up. I ended up in the front row, or better yet, where I was standing in front, in front of the stage. Angela and Gretchen were outstanding. They only played three songs, and people responded to them. The, the curtain came down, and again I mingled around and started searching for other friends that I knew and stuff. Lo and behold, I immediately got introduced to one of the most beautiful ladies, singer, Lisa Marie Johnston. And what a great lady to meet. Not only is she a great singer, but she is a great, great human being. That whole night, being surrounded by one big family of musicians and fans, I cannot tell you how much love was in that room. I'm still trying to figure out if we could all live like that, what a better place the world could actually be. Because communication, music is so outstanding. In my travels in this little area, if you've ever been to Slim's, you know that it's a very, very small little nightclub and you get to bump into a lot of people. When that was going on, none other than the original guitarist from the Scorpions came right upon me. John Rolfe. Scorpions. I'm standing in front of John Rolfe, the lead guitar player, the original lead guitar player of the Scorpions. You know what that made me feel like? I was stung. I was stung with excitement because here is a man that traveled from Germany to see Jason, to pay tribute, to pay homage. Talked to him briefly. He played outstanding that night. Steve Morris, absolutely amazing. Shredder, him and Gretchen, Angeline, all got on stage and just performed like you would not believe how performers perform for, for greatness. Gus G was there. 
Michael Lee Frinkins. That guy was totally amazing. Monstrous. A voice that just connects to the people. Everyone knew that he was singing his heart out to Jason Becker. Jason Becker. All this love. Next up, or I'm switching around a little bit, Jude Gold. Jude Gold played by himself and actually played two songs that were absolutely breathtaking. Now people go, now who's Jude Gold? Jude Gold is a guitar player for the Jefferson Starship. He's also the guitarist for Hot For Teacher. A gentleman will be appearing on this show in the future. Total gentleman, totally a great, great asset to the show. Kind, giving, and played two songs that were absolutely amazing. Rudy Paris, they were just all there, all giving the love to Jason and his family. Everybody that got off stage was just great. Got to meet some photographers. I got to meet Brian Turner. Actually had, was in front row. We actually started sharing some concepts of how he was taking pictures. He had a still camera that he could take, and then he had a, a video that he did. How I'd like to get my hands on that video, believe me. The other photographer was a man that actually taken a picture of Jason at his height. To realize what Jason was at his height, you've got to realize he was touring, and his hair was flowing. He was playing on fire. He had a smile, if you knew Jason Becker. He had a smile that would light up a city. He was a guy that was so energetic, you could not even understand some of the stuff that he was playing. These little passages were just, what? What, what is this man playing? Taught by his father and his uncle. Did Bob Dylan. Van Halen clapped it. But Becker had his own sound. Becker, to me, had his own sound. And Ross Pelton took the, and captured that photograph with Jason. Jason is kissing the neck of his guitar. As I look back on this day that I was with Jason and his family and all my musical friends, I realize how lucky I am. I realize how lucky I am as a human being to be in that presence of greatness, but what it actually means to give love I think love is totally, we're, we're losing the, the mark here. Love should always be given out. My producer, Sue Joy Sakar, and all the people that work at Harmonix, I want to tell you how much they mean to me. What they all do, what they all mean, why this show is, is successful. It's because it's people that respect and give love to each other. Jason Becker reminded me of that. Because when I looked at Jason Becker, I said, I could walk away and walk in the rain that night. Jason needs an army of people to help him. My only wish about Jason Becker is I wish I could be a magic man to make him healed. But his mind is still active. He's still creating. His mother is absolutely an amazing woman. But it made me appreciate life because life can change rather rapidly. So don't take anything for granted. 
and all the people that watch Harmonics, me, in front of you, want to tell you it is so important to love one another and respect each other. And that's what I was taught by Jason Becker that night. Not that I didn't have it, but I realized what it meant when you are sick and you need help, there's no other thing than have love around you. So there's no guest tonight because this was a tribute to Jason Becker who lives with me and I consider him to this day a living, living genius and a musical giant. Thank you and hopefully we will have Jason on our show in the future. God bless you all and good night. Thank you.